What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 17 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Matt Deitch, joined by Scott Sturman over there on the end, as you can see. And tonight we have two very special guests. I'm pretty excited about this podcast because we have a couple of my personal fishing heroes with us today. Um, my dad, Joe Deitch, and my grandpa, Bill Deitch. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, like I said, it's a special one for me because these two guys are the ones that really got me into fishing and started this passion. And I know that Grandpa started Dad, yep. started taking him fishing, I'm sure. So, Grandpa, you said you're 92 years old, going to be 93 in what? 93 20, in, 10, in 20 days. In 20 days. You've had to see it in a lot over your years of fishing. Well, I've seen enough that I got free fishing license now after 90 years old. <laughs> yeah, well, we, you. We, we, we talked many, about that a while back. How many goes fishing at 90 years old yet? There's very few. I think it's about 5% maybe. You go fishing, go, you get a free fishing license at 90 when most guys can't even walk anymore. And is that for all states or is that just no, for just Minnesota. Minnesota? Just Minnesota. Just yeah, Minnesota. So, yeah, so we've said it before, so... Make it to 90 and you get that free fishing license. <laughs> how much was a fish? Do you remember how much a fishing license was when you first started fishing? No, I don't. It was fairly cheap. I know what a driver's license was. I bought my first driver's license for 35 cents. 35 cents. Woo. So I don't know what. Fishing license was fairly cheap at that time, yes. I, but I have no idea how, how cheap. That's crazy. Um, Joe, do you remember? No, I do not. No? No, I do not. What? So, Grandpa, who? how did you get into fishing? Because I know you've been fishing oh, for many years. Oh, my dad. My dad was a fisherman way back, and he got us all fishing. Like, what type of things do you guys, do you remember going out, like, and fish? What was the prime thing that you guys went fishing for most of the time? Bullheads. Bullheads? Bullheads. We, we didn't know. At that time, walleyes were called, uh, well, what were they called yet? Pike? Pike. Pike. They were called Pike. And while in the Northerns, we called them Pickerel. Okay. And at that time, I remember we going to attack one time. And as kids, we all, we all had just cane poles. And every time we would get a Northern on, there wasn't any Pike or Northerns or walleyes around that time to mount anything. There was all Northerns. Pole would go out of her hands, and Dad would go in the water, get the pole, and bring it back with the walleye or northern eye. <laughs> no, I I remember when they didn't even have rod and reels. Yeah. <coughs> and your cane poles at that time, they were all rigid cane poles. Oh yeah, they, they were they long. They had no bend on, on no. them at all. They they well, they had a fairly good bend, but we take them, we tie them on the side of the car, and away we'd go fishing. But mo most of our fishing at that time was bullheads and perch. There was a lot of perch fishing at that time, but it was mostly bullheads in the spring. Where did you mainly go? Our main lake really was right east of town here, Lake Ocheaton. Yeah, that was that. Was, I can remember going over there. Yeah, many years we'd always have to get up real early and race to get the spot by the <laughs> inlet right there for, to fish for northerns. And is that still there? Oh yeah, Lake Ocheaton is still there, but it's, it had a lot of winter kill and. I think they're going to, this sounds like this fall, they're going to completely kill it and 
do some work at it and try to make a decent fishing lake out of it. Well, hopefully but right now, I don't think that lake at the deepest spot is even six feet. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah we used to, I mean, there used to be some really good northerns and perch in there. Yeah. I remember a few years, no, a number of years ago, it's just like Lake Wilson, it was all uh, bulrushes. You could walk across it. Really? Yeah. But I know here, uh, a couple of years ago, there's a guy in town that took a boat across, and he says his motor would hit the dirt everywhere, the mud every once in a while. That's how shallow it is. Huh. Hmm. Now, yeah, pretty much just a duck swim <coughs> now. But hopefully, they can get that going again and kind of rejuvenate it and get some good fishing going back in there. Yeah, they're ta they're talking about lowering it completely in, in winter kill. Okay. And then, then restocking it. Now. You, I know you and Grandma like to go bullhead fishing and mm -hmm. stuff. That's some of your favorite things to do in the spring. Uh, what's your favorite way of making those? Take them and fry them in a frying pan. Ma, what is it? About five minutes, seven minutes on one side and five minutes in the other, and they're they're perfect. We like we like bullheads. A lot of people don't, but we do. Just roll them in flour, right? We roll them in flour. That's, that's all we do. Yeah, salt and pepper, and that's it. <clears throat> and for and for all the people that are watching right now. He's not losing it. He was talking to Grandma. She's just sitting off a camera. Like <laughs> so I don't want anybody to think. Well, he's not, he wasn't calling Scott Ma, so. <laughs> I didn't answer. <laughs> so, okay, the, the, you know, you talk about the, the fishing poles just being a long, basically almost like a broom handle. Right. It was what it was. Probably cane, like cane pole, cane what pole. it was, yeah. I mean, what do you think now, like, all of the technology that it comes down to fishing. Oh my gosh, I, the fish don't have a chance anymore. It, yeah, I know. I know <laughs> they don't. They, uh, man, the, the, the stuff they got now, they can tell where the rocks are, they can tell where the, the weeds are, they can tell where the fish are, and I I had about three locators myself already, but not these fancy ones. The ones I had was $100. Yeah. <laughs> and I, they work too. Yeah, oh, yeah, I happened to see Matt's first fish finder here in a picture a while back. <laughs> Leaning over the boat looking in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a snorkel. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, I want that snorkel. Yeah, I want yeah. that snorkel picture because I had to go in the water to fish Brant's pool out of the water. He fell off the dock and there was a fish attached to it, so I got the snorkel went out there and I got that pole and the fish. It was still attached. So. You got the fish too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Large yeah he's still old attached old to it. Snorkel with a large mouth and yeah. <laughs> no, my dad took me ice fishing many years. I'd done a lot of ice fishing in my life, and I'd done a lot of spearing in my life, too. Just yeah. northern, just all. You know, <clears throat> that's something that a lot of people, it's, it seems like it's getting a little bit more popularity coming back to it, is the spearing mm -hmm. part of it. I mean, what, you know, what's the biggest northern that you've probably speared, do you remember? Or? The biggest northern I speared was 12 pounds. 12 it's pounds. in Round Lake. <clears throat> You do some sparing, don't you, Joe? No, I no. I haven't for years and years. I involved on a lot of sparing in our days, but man, we'd go there and it takes a half a day to get the the, uh, the ice uh, or the hole open for ice, and by the time you get done, you was ready to sit down and fish. <laughs> now, did you have one of the old um, ice saws with the teeth that you? No, no, we did an old chisel. Just. Oh, okay. A chisel. A chisel and yep. a chisel hole. Chisel a hole in the ice, yep. That's all we had years ago was a chisel. Yeah. Put a hole in the ice. 
And if you did have a rope on the chisel, you might lose that too. <laughs> that might go right <laughs> down in there. You go, you hit the bottom of the ice and you hit the, the end of the ice and bingo, down goes your chisel. I've lost one already. <laughs> you guys had to work for it. Yep. It's probably pretty re rewarding knowing like you put in all oh, the work and then, I mean, it, it was the fish that you did catch was, I mean, it's probably hard to, yeah, to look at the stuff that we have now to help us catch fish and like you said how it does make it a lot easier I mean as far as locators oh, what, were yeah. some, what were some of the things like you guys always probably went off of landmarks didn't you? It'd be like okay La they Landmarks or you'd go around the lake with a, with a sinker at the bottom and see what's how deep the water was and, but no you it just had to be landmarks you just point one point to another and that's about where we were last week so and you might have been 100 feet off, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And even <clears throat> even in your ice fishing, that first four-wheel drive vehicle you had and got out on that lake, mm -hmm. that was a big deal. You're right. Then, yeah, you, at least we could get a go I, I, I remember on Round Lake that first time we took a four-wheel drive vehicle out on there and we got stuck. And it had the lockout hubs and somebody forgot to lock out the hubs. <laughs> and we dug for a couple hours. <laughs> Well, we got out. Didn't Who we? forgot? Who was it? Who was it? One that Joe, I suppose. <laughs> That's what I figured. That's what I figured. Um, yeah. You know, it, with the fishing, it's always been big in our family. I mean, yeah. you went, Grandpa. You you did have done a lot of fishing with your brothers. Oh yeah. In the past. Oh, I we mean, we used to for well the, the last few years we didn't be in that. Most of them, half of them died, but uh, no, we for a long time. All of us, we'd get together and we'd go for a weekend. We'd go someplace. We'd fry our fish right by the lake, and it was really fun. And then when my, one of my first brothers died, they says, "Isn't that nice that we have been going fishing?" So that was kind of my nice. Yeah. Well, I've always and I've <clears throat> I've talked to Scott about this before. You know, and people always talk about like fish stories. I've always wished that I could have just like been a fly in the boat. When it was you and Walt and John. Oh, you ought to heard that. <laughs> you know the stories I've heard. You would have had to be a mouse to hear everything. <laughs> I've been in the boat with Joe and Matt, and that that gets pretty crazy. But. The, the best time one time. Uh, two of my, my two younger brothers and I, Walter had. Uh, an old rod and reel that wasn't any good, and he laid it on the floor and. And uh, and we knew what was going to happen, and we was out fishing, and all at once, Walt he took that old rod and reel, and he threw it out, and he hit Fabian over the head with it, with it. But he threw it out in the lake. He said, "I never did like this rod and reel." And cheapers, the other three brothers, they looked, they didn't know what was going on. <laughs> but we had a lot of fun. We did. We had a lot of fun. We caught a lot of fish, and and now there's only three of us left, and. We, well, all of us are too old to go fishing anymore. Well, <coughs> just got to get you out there. Yeah, we go all once in a while. Now, okay, now growing up, you always had to take him fishing. What was it like having to take dad fishing? He was okay. He's a good fisherman. Well, I didn't ask how good of a fisherman <laughs> <laughs> What was it like having to take him? He had to be kind of a little pain in the rear at times. I don't think so. I 
got to stick up with Joe got, this time. That, he, that's right, because I take him now. So yeah. he's got to stick up. That's why he got to do that. Like, no worse than taking you once in a while. No, I was going to say, I, I remember I imagine taking me. I remember <laughs> one time in June of 1995, Matt, when we told you to go down this portage. Oh, yeah. Down we're, to okay. this we, portage. We're at, we're, first, time we've ever, first and only time we've ever been up to Ely, up to the Boundary Water Canoe Area. Yep, the canoe trip from hell. I was going in the freshman yep. year. Yep. All right. Yep. Here we go. <clears throat> and... No camping experience here. No camping experience, and uh, International Falls is known as the Icebox of America. Every year it sets record lows. We happen to be up oh, there yeah. the year, the week that International Falls ran out of ice. The hottest week on record ever in International Falls. We're in this little lake way down in this bowl, no wind, and it's in the hundreds. It was terrible. Yeah. It well, was terrible. That wasn't the story you were telling. Tell, tell the real story here. We get into this parking lot, and it's a big parking lot, and it comes around, and it goes into a little parking lot, and at the end of the big parking lot, there's a little trail that goes off, and it's a big portage. And the little parking lot is where your trailers park. The big parking lot's where your cars park. We had a trailer. So we parked on that one. We started loading the kids down. We said, go to that portage, go down, and unload stuff and come back. We gave Matt a small pack and two paddles, I think. <laughs> and says, go down there and, and uh, go down to portage and come back. Oh. A few minutes later, here he comes walking back with his small pack and two port and two paddles from the other direction. From he made a big circle, come right back around, and he threw them on the ground, and he said something to the effect of, "I'm not carrying these things anymore." And he didn't. No, I'll tell my version of it now. <laughs> okay, so we get up there, and we're up. Yeah, boundary water canoe. There's there's wolves. There's bears. There's there's bigfoots. There's everything up there. <laughs> So they take, they take me, little chubby Matt, and they take the big pack full of food, and they put it on me. And they said, okay, go down that path over there, down to the portage, and start walking. And I start walking, and there's a trail right in front of me. And I'm like, well, that must be the portage or something like that. I didn't see the little one off the way where everybody else was. So they just tried to put all the food, all the meat on me, and send me into bear country. Just to try to get rid of me is what is what Dad was trying to do. Grandpa wasn't along with this no. one. It was all Dad. I think that was his way of trying to thin out the herd. And lucky for him, I got lost. They didn't pack that much food, so they yeah. <laughs> I, back then, I don't know why they put all the food with me because I was probably the one that was going to eat it before all them those guys got it. But yeah, we had you. That was a tough trip because not only was it hot, we portaged way in there. Yep. Yeah, it was. It we was went a, across a couple lakes. And it was a tough trip. It it was not a good one for the first one for you guys. No, but we've always and said it was hot. Yeah, it was hot. It was hot that time. Do you remember what we did? The first thing we did when we came out. Oh well, yeah, we all went to Hardee's and got yep. went what right did to we the order? fountain and got pop and started drinking like it was going out of style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't order any food. We just all had cold drinks. Yeah. Um, but, you know, 
some of those things. What do you remember most about going fishing with Grandpa? What about some memorable trips that you guys went on? Where did you guys go? I know you guys went up north sometimes. Well, the memory of the trip still? that I am with Joe was with, when he took me up to the Lake of the Woods. Lake of the Woods. That, that was our big trip every year in October. Uh, we would go up with some other gentlemen, and uh, we would fish up there, uh, jig fish up Lake of the Woods for walleyes. No, that was always a really fun trip every year. And we'd go, we'd go after uh, Northerns, Werner and I and you. We'd go after Northerns and anything from 30 through 40 inches you had to throw back. We caught a lot of them and we even kept some that was only 40 inches. But the biggest Northern I caught was out of the river. Oh. 48 inches long and 28 pounds. Really? Out at Chamberlain, Chamber. or not Chamberlain, Pier, 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 Pier. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, that was a nice fish. And you guys went out there for quite a few years. Yeah. You guys, we still go. Yeah, yeah, we been still go. Still Joe, going. I don't anymore. I, I just can't take it anymore. But otherwise, no, yeah. we've been out there a number of times. You can't take that. You out fish them all the time. I just can't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the last big one he caught out there, I had just pulled in a small catfish on one of my rods and. He says, oh, your other rod is going, I'll, I'll take that one for you. And that was a 20-pounder, yeah, wasn't it? That was it? a nice one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why take he's those, he, he's why always take, willing to help why out. Why take those little ones? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we we had a lot of fun on our fishing trips. And with, yeah. with my brothers, we did. We had a lot of fun. We cooked our fish and everything right by the lake. And it, it was really fun. And you and Grandma... Would always go on quite a few fishing trips too, right? Around here, you yeah. guys would go oh, out fishing. She always go with you. Well, what was it about three years ago? We went to Iowa Lake for bullheads. We wound up, uh, well, we didn't have minnows, so the next day we took minnows. Went over there, we got our limit of crappies, crappies and, that, yeah. and they were the Iowa limit. Yeah. Oh, we got some nice crappies that time. Big ones. They, they were nice. And, and Grandma they, outfished you, of course. <clears throat> oh, she always does. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. It's the right but, answer. Uh, not last year, a uh, year ago, uh, when we got some bullheads at uh, Lake Bella. And a guy come there fishing for uh, crappies and the walleyes. And we were fishing for bullheads. He didn't get nothing. I got two walleyes while I was getting bullheads. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, you got to be a real fisherman, you know. Oh yeah, got to be able to catch everything. Um, another, you know, another one I think of is our annual trip that we always used to take down to Okaboji on New Year's. Yeah. All of us oh, guys yeah, ice fishing. Yeah, ice fishing. That was always a good. You time. know that was New Year's Day every day we went to Okaboji and I can remember getting some nice sunnies, man. We always load up in the back of your truck. Us boys would be yeah. in the back end on that bed that you had back there, and we'd all ride down there, and you guys would be in the front. And who who was that? Was that Brent? That time I would have walked out of the house, and the other grandpa, grampy had a, a sunfish in both poles right? yeah. <laughs> sitting there. Holler, grandpa. He's not that good of a fisherman anymore. So. No. <laughs> no. He got lucky back then. Yeah. Yeah, we would come. That was before there. Was there limits back then, or was yeah. there like a, like yeah, a hundred apiece, oh, wasn't it? Oh, no, there, there was, was no limit. Not we, on the bluegills. We got a couple yeah. pails full. Yeah, we, we got, got a six-gallon pail pumped full of sunnies. I That's see. right. There was no limit on them. Yeah, Matt's told me stories about that going over there and just mm -hmm. walking out all pails. Every, every New Year's Day, we would go, Joe and the kids, and the way we would go. 
So who's the best fisherman out of the Deitch family? <laughs> Grandma, put your hand up over there. Yeah. I wish I would have been on camera. <laughs> no, I tell you, we all have have pretty good luck. All depends what you're after. Yeah. So Richard is the answer. Richard. <laughs> oh, Richard, Richard is a good fisherman. Yeah. He he's had a lot more practice than the rest of us. Yeah, he's. You get used to it. All, it all depends. Area. It all depends if you want to fish out of a boat or if you want to fish from shore. If you want to go anywhere and fish from shore, you want to go with Rich. Oh, yeah. That's, he's caught a lot of fish and a lot of nice ones. Well, most generally, the week after Labor Day, my three brothers and Richie would go fishing quite often. And he, he wouldn't know where the fish were biting. I mean, he... Oh, he, yeah. He, I don't care where... Well, he, he was a salesman for Pepsi for many years. But I, he don't need no road map. He knows, I think, every lake, every lake, and every road in South Dakota. And he knows much, how to, he knows how to get there. And everybody that lives around there, because he can call yeah. anybody up and be like, "Oh, hey, we, Rich, how's it going?" Yeah, I, I and Rich went fishing a lot, and he'd get on the phone, Jack, where's fish biting? Okay, John, where's the fish biting? He just he would call everybody. We we know where we was going before the end of the day. Yeah, and it, it wasn't just there, it would be all over. You know, when we went out to Lake Michigan, he would get information where to go out there, or when we'd go down oh, yeah. to Oklahoma, it, it would be, and, and it was where to go from shore to fish, like the paddle fish or the salmon out at, out at Lake Michigan, where to go from shore and, and catch all that stuff. <clears throat> and, you know, the pier deal. Yeah. That's... Yeah, it's it's just something. How many people he knew and and uh, how to get there and how to do it. That was fun. Out of all the fish that you guys have caught over your life, what what's the most memorable fish? Like that fish, you know, you you remember that fish, or don't you have one? That northern I got it at uh, the river. That's forty-seven inches long. I remember that one. Yeah. Uh, mine has to be the big flathead. Uh, up on the Minnesota. Yep, that's right. That big flathead, that, that, that 45. That had that was uh, big when you brought that home. Well, <clears throat> what was with me was we were in hip boots, and uh, when the whole bunch of us were out there, and I raised that thing just 10 feet ahead of us, and it just raised up, and it swirled and took off, and I looked around, and everybody else was standing on shore. That just That's just such a memory where... Yeah. We're, we were just talking about yeah, that the other yeah. day when we were coming back from the cities about that catfish. Again, uh, along with the Boundary Water Canoe Area story, the first that wasn't the first time. This was the first time that he tried to get rid of me because he had me <laughs> grab the pole That's while right. he went out there. And when that light hit that catfish in that night, that thing turned and made a run and started pulling me into the water. <laughs> so he knew what he was doing there, too. He was trying to get rid of me. So... He had a quick, and obviously he doesn't come and grab me as I'm going in the water. He grabs the pole. I, I, I so want to save the pole. <laughs> I don't want to lose the fish or the fishing rod. So let me help you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> well, I understood one day. You went to get a in the morning. You went to get a rod and reel, and the line was all gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that happened that before happened up there. there. Yeah. On, on the river. Yeah. yeah. Catfishing, one would grab it and take it, and you. The only even. time they bite is at night. Yep, the big ones usually. What's your favorite fish to target? 
I'm a river rat. I, I love catfishing. Catfish? Yeah. I, I love the challenge. Nothing wrong with I, that. I love, I, I, uh, I love the fight with the catfish, yes. And I, I'd rather fish for a northern than a, than a walleye because yeah. you got more fight. Yeah. And I'd rather eat a, a northern than a walleye, too. Although, you got to know how to take the eye bones off. That makes a big difference. But a lot of people don't like the northern because of the eye bone and because of the slime. That's the biggest drawback with the northern is the slime. Well, those guys that don't like to eat northern have never had grandma's baked northern, so... Yeah, with the sage dressing, and you oh, pull the backbone out, and it just opens up. you got that all that sage dressing right there, and all that white meat right there. Just oh, get a little bit of melted butter. Yeah. And just, you take the dorsal fin off, and you put load that with butter, and oh, man, that's good. We have baked fish quite often. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to invite you one of these. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to we'll have to catch one next time we catch a bigger one. Well, you don't like the northern. <laughs> I think maybe we're going to have an episode sometime with Grandma on. Yeah, and just just, just talk about different ways to cook. Yeah, that's for sure. Catch and cook with Grandma. <laughs> yeah, that'd and, be good. And I just about smoked every kind of fish there was already. Even I smoked bullheads and. Oh, they're good. A lot of carp. Buffalo. How, how is smoke, smoke carp? I've never had smoked carp oh, or buffalo. It's, good. it's pretty good. It's really good. Uh, buffalo, I think, is better than a carp. The carp yeah. got a little more darker meat on it than a buffalo, I think. Okay. But no, it's. I've done a lot of smoking in my day, but that, that's, that's fish, I mean, now. <laughs> <laughs> now, they, they talk about later in the year how them carp start to taste muddy. Do you? You gotta catch them early in the spring. In the spring, ones. that's the same thing with bullheads. After the water gets so warm, then we don't eat bullheads anymore. They do get soft. Okay. Yeah, they do get soft, and then they'll get muddy. But you know, right away in the spring, when it's ice water yet, they are good. A lot of people don't like them, but catfish is really lot, good too. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them don't like the bullheads because they don't like to clean them. It's they're mess cleaning. Yeah, it's tough to clean them. But no, I'll eat about any kind of fish that comes along. And the little northerns pickle them. Boy, I like that. Yeah. Oh, man, that's good. <clears throat> what about, uh, all right, we'll talk to you about all this stuff. I'm sure Scott wants to know if you've got any good story. One thing I was infamous for whenever we go fishing is you'd, I'd always fall in. Well, I thought that was more Mike, but... No, I was always the one that you had to yell at to get off the rocks, because you're going to fall in. Who had my boat, uh, my uh, car the one time that went to Games Lake and they locked the keys in the trunk? Was that you and Damien? Anyway, oh, I, I had to take that. the pickup with another set of keys and go... <laughs> It That's was, clear up at Loon Lake. It was probably him because last winter we were up at Lake Ponset and he was along and so was Brant and somebody somehow <laughs> oh, my, Rich, Rich my locked, keys my got keys locked. Out. My keys got locked in my truck out in the middle of Ponset. <laughs> well, no, I had to take I had to take the pickup and clear over there to the Games Lake in order to in order to get the trunk unlocked or to get the key oh out. yeah that's that's uh, Rich locked my keys in my car. Yep. Old Rich. Yep. Good old Rich. You can always blame it on Rich because he's not here. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta say, Richard is a good fisherman. Yeah. Yeah. We oh, have yeah. fun. We have fun. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I think I think every one of the Dites is like they're fishing. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, it's a family thing. We yeah, all... Eddie, Eddie liked it real well until he got hurt, and then, and then when we would, when the Dices would go, that's the only time he got to go fishing. He'd visit everybody while we cleaned the fish. That's Eddie. <laughs> It's kind of what but, I do too. Whenever we catch fish, we let you guys clean fish, and I'll just walk around and talk to everybody. But, but for Eddie, it was too hard for him to get in and out of the fish house. Yeah. He, he would help. So between ice fishing and open water fishing, what's your favorite? I still like open water fishing, where at least it ain't so cold. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work to get a hole open, and uh, it it gets cold. How about you? I actually like ice fishing better. Ice fishing. I, 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 I really yeah. like ice fishing. I just don't get the time to do it with my job and that. One, oh, one, thing, about, one thing about ice fishing, you can just throw them on the ice, where otherwise during the summer you have to have a cooler with ice in it. Yeah. yeah. Now, speaking of throwing where to put your ice, or put your fish when you're catching them, like during the summer, tell us, tell us the story about when uh, you guys, you and your brothers were fishing the one time and the game warden was watching you from the shore. And you opened up the fish basket and you were throwing them right back down in the lake, weren't you? And he thought you were keeping all these fish? Oh boy, I don't remember that. I thought you always told us no. about that story. You guys had the fish basket on the side and you wired it open so when you put the fish in there, they'd swim right out the bottom. No, no, that was, uh, we thought we was getting a bunch of fish and when we lifted it up, we didn't have any in it. Oh. <laughs> that, from then on, I... I those baskets that you open at the bottom, I wired them shut. Yeah. Yeah, we, we thought we had a bunch of fish. We lifted up. We didn't have nothing in it. <laughs> they swam right out of the bottom. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of different things that I... Well, was there, what was it in a, a pie that one time when the fish basket went clear down to the bottom of the lake? We fished yeah. around until we got it again, yeah. and we yeah. had the fish yeah. in it. I caught I caught sixteen fish with one one cast. You <laughs> <laughs> can't say that happens very often. Yeah. No, no that, there's nothing cleaner sport than fishing. That's right. Yeah, we have that's what we have and, to tell our wives. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah that's right. And <laughs> and uh, it ain't as hard as work. You know, hunting. You know, it's a lot harder work, but it's a lot of fun. Though I've done a lot of hunting in my day. The only thing is, these guys took me goose hunting one a couple of times. Joe says, "Now let Grand, let Dad shoot first. Well, by the time I got up, everybody else shot, and, and I, the geese would have been gone all over my side already by the time I got up. <laughs> Don't worry, Grandpa. We do that to him now too. So. And I know Val and I, we could see, well, we could see something coming a mile away. When I was with these guys a couple of years ago, goose hunting. Man, they said, there comes some geese now. And while I looked at that, I couldn't see geese. I just can't see very far anymore. Oh, that's all of us. But yeah. that was fun, laying in that uh, that blind with that cover over it. Man, you could almost reach up and grab them by the lake. Yeah, it seems like it sometimes. Too, and you was there too long, and the weather was a little warm, you'd fall asleep, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's happened before. I think we've all fallen asleep in the... Oh, yeah. It's always a nice one of those little layout blind naps. We've all been part of those. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'd like to thank you guys for sitting down and... Well, this is a joy. I, I, I can talk a little bit about fishing, but that's about all. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do. I really enjoy my... All of my sports, 
but it's getting to a, the age I just can't do it anymore. I did, Joe took me out three times last year. Well, I took good. Logan and John took me out a couple of times. Yeah. So, but I just, it's, it's just getting too hard for me. And boy, I miss you, it. You showed me up pretty good down at uh, East last year. We went down after the Yellow yellows. Bass. Yeah, yeah, we did pretty good down there. Yeah. You know, here, uh, oh, maybe a month ago, I like to watch my fishing programs on Sunday on uh, TV and they had a whole half hour of Clear Lake down at Iowa. It had a yeah. whole and they were bagging those yellow uh, bass. Well, when we were down there at that time, we didn't even know what they were. And now they're in Okaboji. We didn't. Uh, yep. They're really gaining popularity. At yeah, first, people really thought yep. that they were a nuisance fish, and then people found out that they're not bad to eat. And they're, they're good to eat. There's a nice white meat. They really are good to eat. Yep. Yeah. But no, last year, that's right, we was down there and you took me a couple of times over to Bahoya. Yeah. And I took Logan and my brother John took me to uh, Lake Benton. We fished, we, we'd get a little one once in a while and and we went to one end of the lake, we, then we were trolling back. Or, it was going, no, we trolled one way and then we, we just motored back in a hurry. We got to where we were fishing in the morning and he says, let's try it again. We got our, we damn near got our limit in an hour, and after that, they quit. They just like that. Just they just like bit that. that one hour. And we went a couple weeks later, and never got a thing. That's how it goes sometimes. You got to be there right there in the bite window. We were talking yeah. about that on the way over here. Yeah, right? it's just yeah. how sometimes you, you might know that they're there, but they just won't bite. And then you come leave them alone for 15, yeah. 20 minutes or an hour. You come back, and boom, they're ready to eat. But two, three years ago, I think, was at Iowa Lake. Man, I had fun on that lake with those crappies, man. Yeah. Then I took, I took with my boat, I took uh, Walter and John, my two younger brothers. Walter, or John and I did pretty good with Walter. All he got was bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy's dead. Too bad he didn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. He might have. He, he probably did, knowing Walter. Oh, so. tell you, and this happened a number of times. And I, in South Dakota, we could fish for two bulls, and we'd be fishing for perch in, in Madison Lake. And Walt's cork would go down, he'd give it a jerk. Hell, wrong bear, wrong hole. <laughs> <grabbed him. laughs> and he did that every once in a while. He, then he would lay it down, you know, and Brother John would say, I seen that, John, or seen that, Walter. Well, he was fun to go fishing with. He, well, Walter, my two, two younger brothers and I, we done a lot of fishing together. And now he's gone too. Be pretty scary to know how many fish you caught over your life. Oh, man. I hope that didn't go over this. <laughs> we got it. We got Grandma saying that. Well, I hope you don't call me a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're she too big to throw she back. She might call me a bullet. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you, yeah. you guys have been married for what now? 66. 66 years. No, 65. 65. 66 coming in June. 66. 
So you're kind of stuck with him now, huh, Grandma? (laughs) (laughs) All of our partners that we ever went fishing with, running around with, my wife and I are only two left. There's one guy, he lost both of his wives, and he's gone too now. So get out there and enjoy it while you can, right? That's right. Well, I tell you, fishing anymore, I sure enjoy it, but it's hard to me to get around. Yeah. Unless I go with Joe, he does the work for me. It's the way it should go. Yep, that's right. Because when I bring him, I do the work for us, and so he can that's, fish. That's the same when I go with Matt. He does the work, and I just get yeah. the catch, and it works out yeah. pretty good. You bet. I have no problem Well, with who that. does the cleaning? He's, he's the cleaner. <laughs> I, if it's up to me, they're going back. That's when we you get the late-night call and be like, Hey, Grandpa. Yeah. You want some fish? You want some fish? <laughs> we got the, other night, the other night. The other night, did Dad do that yeah. to you? He says... <laughs> Uh, Dad, you want some fish? I said, sure, I'll take it. And then, you know, I cleaned them. That was two oh. meals, too. Yeah, you I know, thought it would be two you meals. Know, when, it better been two When meals, I was yeah. young, we didn't even know what flaying a fish was. We scaled everything. Right. Yeah, that's right. We yeah. never knew what a, a, a flayed fish was. We would scale every, not a bowhead, of course, but yeah. you know that you don't scale no. bowhead. <laughs> You can try, but it's not yeah. working. Yeah. Ramsey, but we'll no. scale these bullheads. We'll try that. We'll have Dusty Ram- we'll have Ramsey scale some we, bullheads. We would. We, we would. We'd, we'd scale everything. Huh. Oh boy, I've ate a lot of fish. And I still like fish. Yeah. And it's a good good meal, too. Yeah, well, like I said, we uh, thank you guys for joining us. Tonight is a lot of fun listening to you guys' stories. It's, it's always a lot of fun. It's always fun Glad listening to you guys. Too. Yeah. Um, one other thing, give a big shout out to uh, Eli Stimson from Cumming, Iowa. Young guy. He's a big, just a little guy. I don't think I don't know. He's probably about six or seven years yeah. old or yeah. something like that. He watches our podcast. He found out about it. He loves fishing. So just want to say hi to Eli. Thanks for watching and doing all that for us. Um, no, other than that. Again, I appreciate everything you guys have ever done for me over the years as far as taking me fishing, um, bringing me fishing, doing all that stuff, buying me gear, just talking fishing with me, giving magazines. Um, That's why it's so important to get the young kids involved with fishing and take them out. And not only the young kids, everybody from every generation. Introduce somebody new to fishing, um, get them out there and have fun with them. Well, Brandon, you took me fishing a year ago, which we had a lot of fun. That was a good time on Silver it, it, it Lake was a catching good time, walleyes. Yeah. It was a good time on that lake. And you did outfish us that day, too. Well, I think you left me. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that's it. Then okay. we'll see you next week on episode thank, 18. Thank you, then. Okay? Yeah. You thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you.